Trees have this amazing ability to do two things. One is to take us to places we've never been before, and the other is to reframe places where we live every day. Mm -hmm. Here on What Are You Reading, we hope to reframe our city and take a look into some worlds we've never experienced. We have some great guests for you today, um, and we're really thrilled to have them here. Yeah, so we want to welcome to the podcast, the white stripes of the photography world, the dream team, Gary and Vivian Chapman, wow. <laughs> oh, the, the dynamic duo, husband and wife, uh, Tila. Um, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks. That was a great introduction. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you for having us. And I have a friend who's a very gifted photographer and we work pretty closely oh, with he... him and we were traveling to Nepal and we told him you were having... You, yeah, we were and having he, you on as a guest. He was, he was like losing his mind, and and it was after I'd already met Gary. So was like, you know Gary Channel? Like, oh yeah, Gare Bear. Yeah, I know <laughs> Gary Channel. Like, yeah, yeah I got I got that name, Gare Bear. I got that name on the last but, trip. But the best part after of this uh, podcast, that's what you're going to be known oh, in the oh international world. But, maybe we should <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> but the best part of it was I know where David. He's a friend of our David, and I know. I know that where he was, where he was, like I know that feeling. So I've I followed you before we met, and like on Instagram and other things. And I was just like, I mean, not I'm just gonna sound corny, but like I was, you know, obviously it's tremendous work, and it's just really inspiring. And so when I found out that you were joining us on a trip, I was like, oh my, oh gosh, I gotta, I don't know, I I gotta pretend like I know what I'm doing. I gotta act professional. I gotta, ah, uh, this is not gonna go. He's gonna, oh man. He's going to no. size me up the moment I, you know, anyways, so I know that feeling. And so now it's funny. And so like every once in a while I'll think back to like, oh yeah, I was really, I don't know. But now it's just like, no, it's, I don't know. So I was like, David, he's, you he's know really the real awesome. me. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm just, like, just, oh, still just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, we're so excited to have you on. And I remember the moment um, where I was like, I knew this needed to happen. When I asked you, I guess it was back when we were in, um, Tanzania. Yeah, Tanzania together. And I was like, mm-hmm. just on a whim, I was like, you know, I, I'm starting this. It was brand new, this podcast. And I was like, would you, I would really love to just chat with you. And and I remember you said, well, I read really weird books or something like that. <laughs> something along those lines. And I was like, bingo. Bing, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> even more reason to have you on. This is perfect. So, uh, man, that was a really long introduction. But yeah, we are so excited to talk to you and Thank about you. your work and then just books mm-hmm. that have kind of inspired you on the way and what you're, what you're reading now would have what uh, has inspired your travel. So I guess maybe introduce what you guys do exactly, um, how you work together, and then we can kind of get into what you guys are reading. Well, we primarily do humanitarian photography. We do some mm-hmm. commercial photography, helps pays more of the bills, but we do, <laughs> our heart and our passion is for humanitarian photography. And um, Vivian here works with me. In fact, we've worked together since the beginning. I mean, mm-hmm. she was my original first boss that, that hired me as a photographer. <laughs> And so do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, um, that I hired you and I was your boss and I've been bossing you around ever since. Can I say that? <laughs> Would that be fair? Yeah, but in a, in a good way for <laughs> sure. But, but what we try to do is try to, our goal is to tell the stories mm-hmm. of these nonprofits and uh, NGOs around the world that are doing development work, um, education, disaster relief or whatever. We mm-hmm. try to tell their stories in a way that they will gain followers or supporters or people mm-hmm. to even give money either yeah. way yeah. yeah but that's our goal now right yeah. and creating awareness of course um it's been great to work with the groups that we've been working with globally and and locally as yeah. well so what one thing that I, that really inspired me about you guys work is the way 
um, your photography. And, and it's weird because it's hard to like explain how it works, but you can see it when you look at a photograph of like people that go mm. to areas maybe more impoverished, maybe there's more poverty and kind of use it as like a way like disaster porn, like a way of yeah. showing off yeah. and kind of exploiting uh, these circumstances. But when I see your guys, your photography and the people that you, the portraits and everything, there's so much dignity in them and so much empathy. And I don't know, there's something really beautiful about it. And it's hard to say exactly what it is, but you guys, I think you do that perfectly. I mean, if there's a flicker of hope yeah. mm-hmm. or a flicker yes. of good, we want to emphasize yes. that. Yeah. Now, we both have photojournalism and journalism mm-hmm. backgrounds, so oh, we, yeah. we're not going to uh, shy away from things that need to be mm-hmm. exposed. Absolutely. You know, whether it's, you know, trafficking or any of that kind of, we're not yeah. going to shy away from that, but we still prefer to find the dignity of the person yeah. or the hope that's yeah. showing forth in their lives. Yeah. And I feel like in your photography, I mean, that's, it's evident. And like, every, I mean, I'm just always just blown away and really inspired by what you guys do. Yeah. So you, you're based here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but from here you go to all different parts of the world. And we were wondering how does reading, Mm-hmm. Um, or literature, does it prepare you? Does it guide you along the way? Does it help you process what you see around the world? What kind of role does it play in relationship to your work? We start off, or I start off by reading a book when I go to a country. I want to find the facts. Give me the facts. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like yeah. going on the, the internet or Wikipedia and just saying, hey, just give me the facts about this country. That's what yeah. I want first. Yeah. But then I want, to, I want to understand the culture and the people. And that can be through a novel or mm-hmm. it can be through, uh, there's a book that I read recently before going to India. It's called Behind the Beautiful Forevers, Life and Death and Hope in a Mumbai Undercity. Mm-hmm. And this book, um, ta- it's a true story. It's by a, a journalist from the New York Times, I think she is. But it takes you into the, a family that's struggling and living in a, in a slum in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. And before going to India, that just prepared me for what I was going into. So, mm-hmm. you know, I read books like that, too. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, I've done, my international travel is Mm -hmm. limited um, compared to y'all, but um, uh, I always stop at little bookstores and pick up Mm-hmm. books as I'm going. Is that something you do? Do you check out local bookstores? Do you pick up books? Well, that's, here's the story. I used to do, a well, I still do some um, stock photography. So uh-huh. some of the pictures I take, I put them in with an agency and they get used all around the world. So mm-hmm. what I do is go into the bookstores <laughs> to see if my pictures have been used on the covers of books. Yeah. And, and we have found that several times. Wow. I remember being in Venezuela once and I was in the airport bookstore and uh, looking up and all of a sudden I saw Vivian's pregnant belly on and the cover son. and our son on the cover of a book. And oh, I said, wow. I got to get that book. So, yeah. So, oh, that's so I mean, I might do it for another reason than you look for that's the book. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's a whole another level of yeah. going to books. That's amazing. Right. Was the book any good? Yeah. Um, this one was on uh, pregnancy. Yeah. And, yeah, and it, was, it was just a pregnancy. It was just a pregnancy. hear the facts mm-hmm. kind of yeah. book. But, yeah. Uh, but the book cover was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, Vivian, do you get to travel with him? Yes, I do. And uh, this particular one, I was not on that trip, but I've been on other trips where we have found awesome. books uh, with mostly the pictures of our family in there because mm-hmm. that's what he used for, yeah. for stock was mm-hmm. us as models. And yeah. so, uh, but, it, but yeah, I don't think that we've ever really, we don't have the time, I don't think, when I think back. We're source. so yeah. into the person's story mm-hmm. that we really don't have time. And a lot of people think, oh, you've been to so many places, you know, when they'll ask us about this and that. And most of the time we're covering very, very places where most people wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. we've camped out 
Yeah, and, uh, and we try to you know. really just get into that person's yes. life. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally, if we can. I mean, live with them, eat with them, whatever. Camp. As, as camp with them, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we, we come into their life, spend a day, two days, mm-hmm. three days, and then get out. But it's an intense. But it's an intense time yeah. with, with those mm-hmm. people. Definitely. And they're definitely not the places most tourists would go, for sure. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. At, yeah. At all, I'm thinking yeah. Botswana and at, in the middle of the night listening to the... Tip the bottom. Missing the river. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can I tell an embarrassing story about you there? Okay. All right. So, (laughs) so, so we we were uh, we were camping. We were in a tent in Botswana, and well, I wasn't in the tent. It was a very small tent. It was Vivian and our two children because we were all traveling as a family on that trip, Mm -hmm. and they were in the tent. And I was sleeping outside the tent, guarding the family from, <laughs> from all. Actually, because he couldn't fit. I couldn't but, fit in, but, 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 but yeah, that's, that's why. But so, you know how when you travel, whenever you travel with a group, sooner or later you're going to talk about the big C or the big D, mm-hmm. constipation and diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, for you, for you guys that have traveled, it's not a surprise saying that. But so we, uh, in the middle of the night, Vivian had a need, had a need to go outside and so I had to carry her, uh, not carry her, but I had to go with her out into the dark. No, list- I begged you. I begged you to come with all the, <laughs> and you said yes. the hippopotamuses <laughs> roar or whatever hippopotamuses. Hippopotami- I didn't even know they made a noise. They yeah, wow. they do make a noise. It, it, it's a scary noise. It's a scary noise. <laughs> but so, you know, things like that happen in the middle of the, yeah. in the middle of Botswana was, Delta. It was very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> and the kids were left behind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, 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 that could have been a better were, story. They, they, well, actually, they were left behind they in the were. tent, but there were other they people were in tents, so that was uh, fine. It's awesome. No. No. It was fine. That's awesome. Well, you mentioned, I know, um, Behind the Beautiful Forevers. Uh-huh. Um, are there books, I guess, some of that are like others along travels that have like really stood out and kind of, it's because it's not like that one made a pretty big impact. Are there others like that 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 really um something that really stuck with you even after the trip was long over yes, yeah we absolutely. we read a, recently we read a book um i think it's been out for several years but it's called half the sky it's by oh, Nic- yeah. nicholas christoph and i think it's his wife cheryl wudun i think it's his wife but anyway the uh the book half the sky it's it's a factual book and usually i don't like books with a lot of facts and mm-hmm. figures and yeah. all but it, it was so overwhelming the facts yeah. and figures of mm-hmm. what's going on around the world uh, with women's health, and it, it made a big impact. So many other issues as well that it, you, it, it was so, incur- it, it was it was a hard book to listen to, mm-hmm. but it was so encouraging because we just looked at each other and said, we have to continue what we're doing. Yeah. We, we must. There's yeah. no stopping. Uh, that's a good point, continue what we're doing, because sometimes we think, well, should we just do more commercial photography? No, yeah. never, never. <laughs> but, but then it's just, it's, it's, this is definitely a, a passion yeah. work, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. we have mm-hmm. to keep doing it, especially when you read those facts and figures of mm-hmm. what's going on around the world. Yeah. I think one of the, the uh, you know, I, we both come at this from a faith background, Yeah. and uh, one of the verses that actually I got when I first started and wanted to do this was uh, in Psalms 82.4, which says, Rescue the weak and the needy, deliver them from the hand of the wicked. And I think that's kind of foundational yeah. to yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. You know, because. Yeah. And, and not that we feel like we're the rescuers, but we know that there are problems that need to be solved, yeah. and people have a responsibility to empower communities mm-hmm. to help yeah. them. And we've found very resilient people, people that really just need tools. Yeah. If, if you give them tools and opportunity, 
they will take the ball and run with it. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's that's what we see our role mm-hmm. is, is showing that that part of the story. That's awesome. Yeah, and so there's there's the photography element, which does, like Tim talked about, it does a great job of of showing uh, like dignity under pressure. Yeah, yeah. Basically, um, uh, that's how I'd summarize what I've seen. Yeah. But, um, but do you do do you have any other ways of telling stories or talking about what's what you've seen other mm-hmm. than taking pictures? Yeah. The uh, ever since I started in photography, I felt that really a photo by itself is not as powerful as a photo with words accompanying it. Mm-hmm. So we've always wanted to include, even if it's just a really good caption, that we spend an hour <laughs> on writing a caption. <laughs> yes, yeah. we, we take the words seriously. And yeah. um, wow. Vivian was an editor and, and journalist, and so she's always uh, editing awesome. my work and taking the little bit of writing I do and making it into yeah. something more powerful. So we do uh, blog posts mm-hmm. for ourselves. Uh, it's on our website, but then also for the uh, nonprofits that we work with, we mm-hmm. often do blog posts. And um, these might only be two paragraphs, but we want to be able to tell at least more about the people that we're doing these stories on than just the pictures. Yeah. That's can awesome. I can I give one example of a oh, story? Yeah, okay. please, absolutely. So in, um, in Ghana, we were way, 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 way out in, <laughs> away from the city in Ghana. And uh, just imagine yourself waking up at 6 a.m., actually it's 5.30 a.m., and being called to a birth because we were doing a story on a midwife there in, in Ghana. And so we're called to this birth to do the, the pictures for that. And um, she, this lady. The midwife? The midwife. What an incredible woman she is. She has delivered 1,600 births, oh, or 1,600 babies in 10 years without running water, without electricity, oh, and she has so never lost a baby. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, but to be able to do pictures, yes, I did pictures of her, but to be able to talk about the fact that she's mm-hmm. del- delivered 1,600 babies, I mean, it, the pictures need words to go with it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, this is, uh, she's doing this, yeah. and she just needs some more tools, yeah. some more, yeah, some, some, some more, more people to, yeah, some more resources. Yeah. yeah. And so that story yeah. needs to be told. Mm-hmm. Wow. As we were talking about your background in journalism and photography and kind of how you started out that way, I, I just this question kind of popped into my mind about the humanitarian work that you're doing now. How how did that come? Was it was it something that early on you wanted to seek out and wanted to jump into? Or was it, did you kind of fall into that job? Or mm-hmm. Because it seems we, like it's such a big part of what you do now. We actually fell into it. It started with that church service that I went to, and I heard this missionary. He had he was starting a new a, a new mission and a new initiative, and mm-hmm. and so he had this amazing presentation. Except the pictures were absolutely awful. Um, <laughs> and so I, I was pregnant at the time, and um, I went up to him and said, I so want to go on one of these trips, uh, but I'm pregnant. I can't do it now, but as soon as I have this baby, I can. And so, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, um, I'm Puerto Rican. Uh, and so I'm fluent in Spanish mm-hmm. and, and he was going to Latin American countries. And so I told him, okay, can we barter? Can we, what can we do here? Mm-hmm. Can I be an interpreter and, uh, I'll just bring my kids or they'll, they'll be fine. You know, just <laughs> let me bring my kids. And Gary, yeah. it was working for the Louisville Courier journal at that time in Louisville, Kentucky. And so uh, my husband is a professional photographer. He does documentary work. He would Mm. be perfect for you. We would be a perfect team for you. (laughs) And so he said yes. And so the 
after I had Sarah, I had Sarah yeah. on my back and Daniel was three and there we went on the first yeah, for a so, month. Wow. And, so, and so originally it was <laughs> all volunteer. Yeah. And then, uh, and I want to point this out because a lot of photographers ask, well, how can I do what you're doing there? Mm -hmm. And I always say, well, f find an organization that you really like that doesn't have any budget for photography. Yeah. Or anything else. Or, anyth or anything else. <laughs> and, and volunteer for them. Do it as a work of passion first. But then, you know, you have to move beyond that if you want to make it sustainable. Yeah. Because you can't continue to do free forever. Mm -hmm. and, and live yes. <laughs> you, know, you just yeah. can't yeah. Yeah. so I think in, in 2005 when Katrina hit uh, Hurricane Katrina and also that was the same year that there was an earthquake in Pakistan yeah, yeah. that uh, I think 80,000 people died so I covered yeah. both of those events and that kind of propelled me into the hey I want to do this as full time mm -hmm. as I can do it full time wow. so it was those mm -hmm. two events that propelled us into mm -hmm. that and yeah. as you were as you were navigating this, um, like that this career kind of grew out of that, mm -hmm. um, were, was there any literature or any things you were reading or people you admired um, who yeah. helped sort of sort of guide you as this thing was forming? Wow, that's a really good question. Okay. So, many, so many of the books that we read early on were uh, travel books, yeah. you yes. know, about huh. memoirs of traveling, like... Uh, there's uh, Iberia. Iberia by mm -hmm. Michener, James Michener. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I mean, it's a really old book, but, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, we, we loved what he was saying about Spain, Iberia. Mm -hmm. And so we, we went, went to we went and spent two main, two months. This was before uh, kids, before, yeah, we, before we, kids. he was working at the. Yes, uh, but we took two months newspapers. off and went backpacking and hitchhiking oh, through man. Spain because of that book, because yeah. of James Michener's <laughs> book, Iberia. Yeah. So, oh, right. Right. That's so first awesome. it was travel. First it was travel and just the, the travel world. for the sake of travel and because we love culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then it became more mm. of, hey, what yeah. can we do to help? Yeah. Instead of just when being, we started seeing yeah. a, a lot more of the world and 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 the issues and, and the and needs the, that were there and the needs. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes too traveling for humanitarian stuff makes it so that like you can't just land in a place and not see the the problems or the difficulties mm -hmm. of that place too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and that started on our honeymoon. We just, well, we took, yeah, we, her parents gave us a trip to Jamaica on our honeymoon mm -hmm. and it was to a resort in Jamaica. Yeah. We couldn't enjoy it. Uh, no, we hated we could, it. We hated we it because we, hated you it. just outside the doors of this resort, <sighs> people were living in, in substandard housing to, yeah. to say the least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just what well, we couldn't, we could not enjoy it. No. So yes, yeah. that so, it's, it's really affected. Our, it's mm -hmm. really affected our travel. Mm -hmm. So from the get go. Yeah, from the get go. From the get go, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, we had a very. It not. It wasn't quite at other stuff. But my wife and I, uh, I mean, it was in Aruba, and it was just. You see, there's like this one section of like this tourist industry, mm -hmm. but then everything else is just a. Not quite, yeah. Like you said, just very it's substandard, and it. So it was very hard to separate ourselves from that and not notice mm -hmm. and just. We, it was hard to enjoy, like, I don't know. What, we what enjoyment was there? Exactly. There was very, very little. And yeah. we mm -hmm. didn't like the way that we saw other people Treating treat mm -hmm. local cultures. people. Yeah. And, yes. and and that's where, what I mean about me being, you know, Puerto Rican and, yeah. you know, living how I lived and, and experiencing that lack of respect yeah. myself. And then mm -hmm. seeing that, it yeah, very disturbing. Yeah. So you're going all around the world. You spend yeah. a lot of time on airplanes that, and in four-wheel drive vehicles and villages. Um, does reading 
play a role in how you spend your time while you're traveling. Mm -hmm. And do you read different kinds of books while you're traveling than you would read when you're here doing admin work or? <laughs> uh, sometimes when I'm traveling by myself, I read different kind of books because I don't want we read so many books together. Mm -hmm. to we listen books. to so many books together. <laughs> it counts. We've cleared yeah, yeah, that no, up. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, we, we listen to one of your podcasts. Podcast. Yes, yeah. yes, it counts. <laughs> we, listening to books counts. But we listen to so many together that oftentimes when I am traveling, I will read something that I know she wouldn't particularly like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct. And Correct. I don't know if she didn't say that, but uh, sometimes some of the books I read are genres that uh, – you know, the CIA, CIA spy novel. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> totally, totally, <laughs> which, yeah. which is just or being... Or fantasy. Or fantasy. I love fantasy just, movies, oh, yeah, yeah. and I Ooh. love, you know. So that's stuff that she would never, never, never. Yeah, she wouldn't want to watch wonderful. a movie like that, and she wouldn't want to read a book. So I'll read some of those. But they're, you know, they're few and far between totally, yeah. I do that. But yeah. So what do you uh, listen to together? What is, oh, what's yeah. the most recent okay. book you've enjoyed together? Ooh, yeah. Okay, this is really a departure. Uh, it was a novel. And it was a oh. suggestion from one of our neighbors who, and it's a local author. Yep. And so this was really new for us. Uh, Someone Else's Love Story by Jocelyn Jackson. She, she's, this is a genre that I would <laughs> never have listened to, ever. But, you know, we did it because we wanted to have something to mm -hmm. talk about with our neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. And we listen to this book every morning at breakfast. <laughs> breakfast is my favorite meal because yeah. we sit down with coffee and whatever we're eating and listen to the audiobook oh, together. I mean, and, it's like, and if we're glued to it, we'll do it at lunch and dinner, too. Yeah, yeah. Right? But anyway, That's this awesome. author, yeah. it's more of a, it's almost like a, I hate to say it, like a romance kind of a thing. Almost? Okay, it is a romance kind of a thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it her, was more than that. Her it was writing, more than that. we would just go, whoa. She, her, the way she used words to describe the, uh, the imagery oh, just... and the characters, I felt like I knew them. You know, yeah, the after character the first, development. After the first chapter, I felt like I knew yeah. them. So, you know, she... She's a great writer, and it's okay. purely because of the, the way she yeah. develops her characters. I hope she's yeah. listening because I'd like to have coffee with her. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to have yeah. coffee with her, too. <laughs> <laughs> but in addition to that, um, Blue Highways. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a fairly old book. That was, was it during the 70s, 70s or something? I think 70s, 70s yeah. or something? But uh, we listened to that and fell in love with that, mm -hmm. that writer. To yeah. just the imagery and the I words there. Pause and I write quotes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the that's the bad thing about having a uh, <laughs> audio, audio oh, book <laughs> because Vivian is a note taker. If she has yeah. a regular book, it's, it'd be scribbled all over. Yeah. And to me, I'm not that kind of reader. I just like to read, 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 yeah. read, read. I can't yeah. write notes. Yeah, but that was our favorite quote. Was from the most recent book that yeah, we, we read. Yeah, we're on his second book now, the writer, and he says, "After all, a writer's goal." Yeah, is to bring the reader to his shoulder. Do you see what I see? Oof. You know, I mean, just just <laughs> even a short oh, phrase like that. The writer's goal is to bring somebody next to you, look out with your hand or whatever in your eyes, and just say, "Do you see what I see?" Uh -huh. I, mean, I mean, that's a, <laughs> I mean, that's what see? I want to do as a photographer too. I want yeah. them to see, you know, come beside me, look through my yeah. lens, and see what I see. But yeah. then a writer too to bring you to that mm -hmm. point. Yeah. Do you see what yeah. I see? Yeah. I mean, could, yeah. have, could he have said it more yeah. concisely yeah. than that? It's, yeah, so yeah. I would definitely recommend awesome. Blue Highways to anybody yeah. that likes you know, like travel memoirs, awesome. especially in U.S. Yeah. travel. And it's going to sound cheesy, but it meant a lot. Because I think, did you had you heard of it because of the podcast? Is, would we talk about it that way? Maybe It, no? was, it was, was on okay. our right. bucket yeah. list. It was on oh, our bucket list. list. But, but somebody on your podcast, yeah. one of the podcasts yeah. mentioned yeah. Blue Highways. my brother. Okay, that's what it was. Yes, yes, yes. So that's why we read it. So when you brought it up, I was like, someone listens. Oh, my God. We're changing lives. 
<laughs> Can I tell you one of my? This is one of my favorite. Inter- I mean, I have a lot of great interactions. I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel like I, when I talk about Gary, like it's like I've known him for years. We've traveled a couple of times, but I feel, I don't know. So yeah, I, those, those are pretty, those are pretty when intense travels. When, when you travel you, with people, it's, it's bonding. It's a yeah. crash course, yeah. And, yeah. and so this is one of my favorite. Perfect. I just, this, I loved having this interact, this conversation with Gary. This sounds silly because you know Gary. Just even um, here on this podcast, you can kind of tell kind of monotone voice. Oh, thanks. No, 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 it's a good thing. No, actually, I think it's awesome. I think it's, you know, very like, it's, um, you don't really see a ton of like emotion, um, like in the, not in a bad way. It's a great thing. But like for me, I get excited. <laughs> I get, you know, like animated. Tim's yeah. like, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. And so I love talking about it because he mentioned Blue Harvest. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're actually reading it. And I asked, what do you think? And he goes, it might be the best book I've ever read. <laughs> and I was like, had I said that, I'm like, it's the best. But I just love because yeah. you know he means it. Like, you know, it's like, it actually is. Like, it's like, oh, like when he says this it, you how, know he means it. This is it. how Tim would have said that. It's just, I don't, hold on. This is going to sound so cheesy, but I just, I can't even, that book is, I can't I put it into words. I just, say. And so that's I just love that like one line. And I was like, that's a Gary in a nutshell. It was so, it was such a perfect encapsulation. <laughs> I was like, it might be the best book. And I may have be paraphrased. I don't know if that was the exact quote, but it was close. And I just loved, I loved that. I was like, that's Gary. I need him in my life for that too. Yeah, we're, yes. we're polar opposites on that. I mean, she's I'm the excitable explosive. one. Explo- explosive. That's a good word. <laughs> oh, yeah. She had a t-shirt. We had a t-shirt made for her. It said, uh, be careful. I'm subject to burst of enthusiasm. <laughs> I should give that to you. I would really, I, I really get excited about way too many things. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm learning. I'm, I'm working through it. I'm getting better, but yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, I do too. Like, yeah. But so that meant a lot when you talked about Blue Highways and how you listen and I feel guilty even more now because I have not still not listened or read it. And yeah. it, it was but because it of this podcast. We just made the decision. Okay, that's that's on our list. Let's well, do it. And if you can listen to the book, because the the uh, the person that reads the book yes. is amazing. Mm-hmm. He just puts wow. you into the characters that he's talking through. Mm-hmm. So if you can. Wow. Yeah, awesome. I have a question too about audiobooks. If do you have like if you listen to a whole lot of them, is there like a big pool of app? of readers doing these things or do you have like favorite readers when you listen Ooh, to audiobooks? I'm just curious. This is gonna uh, Yeah. Well we've developed. Well we actually <laughs> we actually use you're talking but about like what the people yeah. who are reading the people book. People who read the book, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we we were asking ourselves that question. It's like, oh, how can we get another mm. book by this person? So oh, that's wow. something we ha- we need to dis- we need to find the answer mm. to that question. Yeah. I I listened to one uh I I like the Elmore Leonard's crime novels are kind of these pulpy crime novels that I really love because <laughs> of the dialogue. But I listened to one called uh, shoot, I'm gonna have to look it up. And that's okay. But, no uh, worries. I listened to one where Paul Rudd, the actor, Whoa. like the comedic actor, was reading it, and in the book, it had um, so Paul Rudd was doing the voice of one of the characters from Tennessee who was doing an impersonation of, I think, a different character in the book. So he ran he ran it through two levels of reading, and he just pulled it off beautifully. And so that was when I realized, like, reading an audiobook, like, the amount of time you have to spend, like, just reading mm-hmm. uh, aloud yeah. and to make it interesting and good is, is remarkable. Yeah. My preference is usually read by the author, but sometimes yeah, you get these... Mm-hmm. Sometimes the authors yeah. don't do yeah. that. Yeah, but another good one by the author was uh, that Lecrae book. It was a biography okay. about Lecrae, and mm-hmm. he read it, and that one was really good, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's 
got a voice. <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 has a voice so. for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, it does make whoever reads the book mm-hmm. makes or mm-hmm. can make or break yeah. it too. Yeah, nice. I think uh, Marilyn Robinson is a yeah. one of my one of both of our favorite writers, but she has the most comforting voice Soothing. in the world yeah. to me. So it's beautiful. If, if like, and she has no reason why she wouldn't read mm-hmm. her own for yeah. an audiobook. She hasn't done all of them, but I, but the ones I'll look out and the ones that I know she's there. Like, so she has a few book of essays, and so one of them I, I saw that she narrates it. So I, I mean, jumped on that because I mean I'll, I'll probably maybe even read along with it sometimes, but just hearing her, hearing her voice, something about. The fact that she's written this, she's put heart and soul in this, right. and it's also recited. Mm-hmm. I just, it's, I agree. Because yeah, the author can put something else into it. Mm-hmm. It's like Jocelyn Jackson, the local Atlanta writer that did someone else's love story. She, she reads she her own book. She did a phenomenal job. Oh, wow. Phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's awesome. So you bring up, I didn't even know she was a local Atlanta author. That's mm-hmm. really cool. You brought up Atlanta, so that reminded me of a past question we were talking about a little bit. We were brought up, but we wanted to wait until we talked to you guys. So we talked a lot about. Um, traveling internationally, uh, humanitarian work all over the world. Is there any uh, organizations or people you've worked with locally here in Atlanta um, that uh, that really, I don't know, that's something you like doing or something you enjoy working on here in our hometown? Yep. Uh, one of the, the groups we work with locally is Atlanta Mission. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow, they do some awesome work. Mm-hmm. And they're great people to work with. They value both photography and writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they use it well. So we've we've just really enjoyed working with them. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, we live in town, so we have actually made friends with um, the people that we photographed there. Oh yeah, oh, wow. uh, we've met, them, met some some of them on the just, street. Yeah, yeah. we. Uh, it's been one of them that we photographed four years ago. Mm-hmm. We just saw him recently. It's a sweet story that he's. Um, going to be eligible for his social security so he will be off the streets mm-hmm. and and into his uh, own apartment yeah, he was recently, all excited about that yeah and so, we just awesome. recently did a, a, another story just this past week and just the the beauty of again giving people tools resources <clears throat> and watching them <clears throat> own it and, yeah. and grow and yeah. it, it's just beautiful um the chick-fil-a foundation we've also um you you did a story for them. I think it was mm-hmm. in Loganville. Yeah, because Chick Fil A Foundation is doing a lot of great stuff in the Atlanta area, and so we've mm-hmm. been able to do some work with them too. That's awesome. And, and, it's been good. and so it's it's just so wonderful to see. I mean, there's in the climate that we live in, there's just so much division and and just not happy stories. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so mm-hmm. it's for us, it's really great to be a part of something that brings hope. Yeah. That shows that people can be empowered that they they can do yeah. and it, it's wonderful well before we go before i want to have this isn't necessarily one last question but mm-hmm. i there's something i think we talked about in one of the one of the trips and i just really love this thing that you guys do um i can't remember there was actually a name for it like guests or visitors 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 i love this can you share about what you do when you have people um over and to visit <laughs> starting in two, 2009 um I actually just wanted more practice taking pictures mm. of people. So I said, well, I'm going to do a project where every person that comes to visit our home, mm. we will take their portrait. You mean practice quickly, Qu- quickly, Qu- as quickly, in five, ten Quickly minutes. taking a portrait <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. within a five or ten minute <laughs> yeah, yeah. time. <laughs> and so since, 19, uh, since 2009, we've photographed over 300 people mm-hmm. that have visited our home. And by visited, I mean it could be family or it could be the UPS driver. 
or it could oh. be repairman, whatever. You know, the air conditioner person, the the bug guy that comes in with his gun to shoot bugs. But I remember wow. with the UPS guy, I knew he was coming, and I know UPS, they're on such deadlines that, you know, I didn't think we could have them for very long. So I, I set it all up, and I knew he was coming in, so I said, hey, give me 30 seconds. So he comes in with his package, he holds the package up in front of the white background. I take a picture, and he's gone. I mean, I signed the, for the oh, package, for the and he's gone. Uh, and he signed the release. And he signed the release, too. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so that's we've done over yeah. over 300 people. That, and, I, uh, yeah, that's amazing. Is that That's on your website, right, where people it's can on, watch? It's under the Great. personal personal section okay. of our website. Yeah. So, yeah, if you go to GaryHChapman.com, you can find that. And I just that's I, I just remember when I hearing that. I was like, that's such an incre- such a great idea. Something simple, but... I don't know, really fun. powerful. It's a really yeah. Really it jives idea. with other qualities we've talked about with your work yeah. today. But like, I think that's so many people like our our lives are sort of set up so that we can live at a certain level without acknowledging the mm. humanity mm-hmm. of yeah. the people who do certain really important things for us, like bring our packages or mm-hmm. uh, spray for bugs or exactly. you know. Um, so I think that's really beautiful. Just anytime someone yeah. crosses your door, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> acknowledging mm-hmm. them as a person worth worth capturing on film. Yeah. Anyway. I think we've only really had beautiful. maybe two people refuse. One yeah. was because she didn't have makeup on. Uh, and <laughs> the other one was uh, he didn't have the right clothes or something. I don't know what. But it's been only a couple people that have refused. Oh, so. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well, we're, we're so thankful yeah. to have had this conversation. Um, we're really thankful, as always, to Atlanta Vintage Books mm-hmm. for hosting it. We took a long tour before we yes. started this conversation. <laughs> yeah, great. great place. Had you guys been here before? No. 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 Oh, well, welcome. No. Great welcome. discovery. <laughs> yes. They had, a, uh, they had a first edition of The Great Gatsby yeah. um, as we were walking in, so we got to marvel at that for a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Thank you, Atlanta Vintage Books, yeah. for letting us... Uh, letting us use this place as a mm-hmm. studio and um, for the community they create here in the yeah. neighborhood. Um, um, if you come and shop here and on your way out, you just say Tim and Ian sent you or Ian and Tim sent you, they'll give you a little <laughs> 10% discount on your purchase. So use it. You know, yeah, yeah. Come here, shop, and use it. So, Yeah, and if you want to find us online, uh, we have a website, whatareyoureadingpodcast.com, and from there you can kind of find where we're at Everywhere else. So we have a Facebook that we uh, update from time to time, Instagram, um, and just kind of follow along with us. And we, we like to post updates, you know, whether it be here in Atlanta, book related, literature related, even um, things relating to past guests that maybe they're doing something really significant. Yeah. And so we like to post and kind of show off what people, people we really admire, show off what they're doing. And um, yeah. speaking of which... We have a really yeah. good friend of ours. Alini. Uh, yes. Uh, one, a very early uh, podcast guest, Alini Mello. Also um, a guest host later. Oh, yes, she's that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, she's she's fantastic. And she um, um, just received a, a fellowship. Um, it's called Undocu Poets Fellowship from a press called Sibling Rivalry. And uh, she's oh. one of two. I think in the past they had selected like maybe five or more people, but they've had to lim- be more limited. They were more limited this year. So she's one of two people to receive this fellowship out of, I mean, I can't remember the number she gave, but it's a very big number of applicants. And um, uh, it's just a really, uh, we're so proud. And and she read a poem during that episode, and that was one that she submitted when she was uh, applying for the fellowship, one of the five, I guess. So and it's so, because of us. You know, I wasn't I wasn't going to be so overt, but I, I have to agree. I think we were somewhat involved. And, no, um, congratulations, yeah. Aline. That's great. We are big so, fans of your mm, work. Yeah. So. So uh, I guess with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. And we, as always, we end with a quote and we'll 
pass it on over to Gary and Vivian. This is a quote by the author William Least Heat Moon in his book, Here, There, Elsewhere. After all, a writer's goal is to bring the reader to his shoulder. Do you see what I see?